0: Might one, might one. Isn't this a lot of fun? Two, 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 two. Did you, America? With e- Welcome to another edition of Did You America, I'm Ian Canfield, he's Jeremy, this is season two episode... You know what I found out recently? One of
1: the apps that our podcast is on counts for us. (sighs) I still, I I don't know what number this is, but someone else, if you want to look up this podcast on Apple Podcast, it'll tell you what episode this is. I
0: can't expect too much of you in one go. You made made that discovery. You then couldn't scroll down to look at the number of episodes. I I saw the number. I didn't remember the number. Jeremy had a, a busy weekend. He subjected himself to another soccer match and went to a strip club on a Sunday, which I know no judgment about people that go to strip clubs. I've been to strip clubs myself, but... Sunday night at the strip club is only one above going on a Monday lunchtime. I'm
1: grimy, but sir, I am not that grimy. I went on a Friday night. I happened to go to a different club, not a strip club Sunday night and stayed out till one in the morning. Okay, well that's Even a, though I had
0: to be at work at five in the morning. But that's a bit better. That's just having a big Sunday. Yeah. I've been uh I went out a while ago on a Sunday, one of my friends uh, I was working late on a Sunday evening and one of my friends called me to meet me. Uh, Because he worked on Sunday as well. It's a very... um, I was going to say bizarre, but as a nearly two-year-long non-drinker, I kind of was like, "Oh, this is so much fun and it serves you right experience. To go out late on a Sunday... And see people that have probably got to do jobs in the real world on Monday, but have had too much of Sunday fun day. And if you go into those bars at about 11 o'clock or midnight on a Sunday and see the state that people are in. Oh, my. Yeah, that was absolutely new Yeah. So me, me and my friend, you know,
1: we, we were planning to have a casual day. We, you know, we went to a bar. We were watching the soccer game all having a few drinks, eating some food. And then we started noticing the bar we were at was filling up pretty quickly. So my friend went over to uh, the door guy that we know. He was like, what's going on tonight? I guess there was some DJ that is really popular. I don't know, I don't really listen to EDM. More popular
0: than the Euro final? Are you telling me people people (laughs) weren't there for that? People were coming later for Diplo? Is that what you're telling me? They were like, why
1: is this game on the screen? Show the music videos with titties. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we end up staying and, you know, this was what the soccer game, I think, started at two. So this was around like two, three, four when we we're figuring all this out. The show, the actual concert part didn't start till eight. So me and my friend, we kind of like, you know, we we're having a good time. We were taking shots of tequila and all of a sudden we were like, all right. We're going to stay out till 9. We're going to stay out till 10. He was smart. He left at 11. But I was trying to be a little whore. So I was staying and hoping that something would come home with me that night. It did it, of course. Right. And I was there till 1 in the the morning. Because the longer
0: you stay out and the more you drink, therefore, the more messy you become, the more chances you have of pulling the chick. Well, yeah,
1: absolutely. And, you know, again, like it was 1 in the morning. People make mistakes after midnight. (laughs) I'm willing to be that mistake 100% of the time.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I get you were the person out on the pool on the the Sunday night, which is the same equivalent of going to the strip club on a Sunday night. Right, right? exactly. It's the desperation (laughs) bit, right? If you're the stripper that's working at midnight or one o'clock in the morning on a a Monday morning, same kind of level, right? I... I
1: think I have a built in excuse though, because I was trying to be entertained by something else on a Sunday. I thought, soccer, Euro final. This is going to be uh-huh. great. And what go. happened? I will say what this. What happened? I- Wait, hold on. In the last episode, what was my main
0: complaint <laughs> about soccer? Well,. Stephen writes to us via the website didyouamerica.com I believe Stephen is probably an American who hates soccer like yourself saying your summary he means yours not mine your summary of football as a sport from the podcast holds up two hours of faffing around and then everything was decided on penalties might as well skip the two hours and save everyone time You, when we were talking yesterday about the game I
1: sent you a, another one of my complaints was that they can't manage to hit the net i sent you a video of one italian player shot attempt and like the crowd reacted like it was so close it was closer to hitting the corner of the of the field than the corner of the net
0: england scored in the second minute of that game yesterday real
1: quick and that was an accident even the guy after he like booted it with his foot was like oh my god it went in (laughs) and like i said it never ends in a penalty shoot oh it did yeah so i text you And you come back with a very heated response that if this was football, there would be tons of ads and it would be hours till the game was over. I told you, soccer would be a thousand times better with ads.
0: You did like the response I sent you, though, that was a screenshot of an England fan um, celebrating during the first half when the team was half decent um, in London's Leicester Square by having a lit flare inserted into his ass. I love that. But you know what? You don't know. That could have been when he was up. Say. <laughs> Uh, also there was very very much a uh, comprehensive coverage of that provided because i was bombarded with uh, both video and uh photos of uh mr flare up the ass and um, <laughs> mr flare up the ass that's actually his legal name absolutely and um it, it was uh people were so intrigued by it in london's leicester square that you could see it from any angle so if you just wanted to see the the red flare coming out of his backside that was fine if you wanted to see the process of inserting it, but from the front so you could check out his little penis and his balls that was also like people <laughs> it, was they, they, all it was, available they, the panoramic views were available
1: uh, uh, the from, bbc had full coverage of just that they were like they well, forgot about the game well
0: when the game got uh kind of oh god uh because i think was it i think the statistic was in the second half uh i actually i think overall England only had like 30% possession in right. that game, and most of it, because Italy, Italy ran, ran rings around them in the second half, so yeah, I don't know, maybe the BBC went oh god, this is looking really bad we spent a whole week uh, singing football's coming home, and uh, we thought this was going to finally bring the country together, because they're still fucked with, they're opening and then they're closing, and then you can, you have to wear a mask, and then you don't wear a mask, the, the government in the UK don't know what they're doing with the, um, the latest variant of COVID, and whether they're opening or closing or whatever, but I uh, I believe from my friends in shitsville that there was this oh we've got to uh the final of a soccer game for the first time in about 60 billion years 50 ish um 60 billion pretty much feels like that so this is actually bringing the country together and then probably the bbc went oh okay just switch to the guy with the flare up his ass because that's more of uh, better more entertaining than england in the second half and the director's going We've already shown that, he goes. We got any footage around the front? Okay, just show his balls and little penis thing. (laughs) Keep on entertaining.
1: (laughs) Show those balls, not the football. Look, at least your country's team made it to the finals and were, you know, a block, a saved penalty kick away from winning that finals. The USA's representation in a major tournament over the weekend in basketball, the USA team managed to lose to Nigeria. Yeah, that's- team, uh, they don't even have. They have one guy on their team who like used to play in college, right. and that's it. And right. they still managed to beat an American team of nothing but professional athletes. It's like athletes. The,
0: the, the, when in the last World Cup, America were in it for longer than England. Exactly. Remember that? Yeah. The, when the, <laughs> the last World Cup. Yeah, well, you say that, and um. I don't know if we have any listeners left in Shitsville, but if we do, brace yourself. I'm about to say something <laughs> You're controversial. About to lose that. Your comments just now of "Well, at least England got to the final," right? That's all I'm seeing on socials and from uh, the UK media of "Well, they did good. They got to the final. It's a young team. Will do better in the World Cup, etc., etc." Now. Okay, you could take the stance of, well, you don't want to kick them when they're down. And yeah, they got to the final. This is the controversial comment. I was reading this this morning and I'm thinking, this is kind of everything that's wrong with shitsville because you just accept failure. You got to the final. It's your sport. And you hadn't made a final in 50-something years. Then you lost in the final. And by the way, if we want to go back in time during the Euro 2020 played in 2021 tournament, you played appallingly during most of the games and you were in one of the most piss-easy groups. Plus, plus, because of all the corrupt money that's in soccer and the World Cup happening in fucking Qatar, right? Because it's going to be too hot for when the World Cup's supposed to be starting, they're kicking it off in November, right? They've had to change the calendar for the World Cup. That young team, they're going to get so much better between now in July and November, which means that England's going to be able to win the World Cup, which I don't know if you've checked out, Geography Experts, is a soccer tournament played on a much grander scale, as in it's the World Cup and not just Europe. Well, yeah, we'll pay attention
1: for that for the two weeks that America is playing. But I will say you should be proud that your friends, you know, the reaction was split in one two ways, and your friends were the good way. They said, oh, better luck next time, you know, it was great, this is exciting, we finally got to the finals, or we have a lot of big things to grow on. Your friends could have been the ones <coughs> who were, you know, blaming the black players and throwing racial <laughs> slurs at them for losing the game, which <laughs> happens quite a bit after Sunday's game. Yeah, that
0: did happen quite a bit, and that is uh, obviously outrageous. Right, so-, so you should be, ha- you. your friends had the correct reaction. No, the correct, well, the correct reaction was not to pick on the black players for the fact that they were black. Exactly. Right? But the reaction of, but we made it to the finals, so we got- that's just an overall British thing. And again, this take is going to be very, very unpopular in Shitsville. I know it, but that is a very, very typically British thing of like, well, we got that far, but we didn't actually win, so it's fine because we'll do it next time. Do you know how many times I've heard, well, the team's really young. Next time will be better. I've been hearing that since the 90s and I've probably only been hearing it since the 90s because I can only remember it since the 90s. I think it's probably been being said since the 60s the last time they won something. And you know the time England won something before the World Cup in the 60s? World War II and that was America's victory! <laughs> we took that for you. Was that a controversial enough take on I the loved, Euros?
1: See, <laughs> this is another thing that America does better because win or lose, we react to big, big games the same way. We riot. When I was in, in school at Arizona, we you know we had a University of Arizona has a great basketball yeah. team. Always has, always well and certain years they were better than others so in a big game if you know they make it into the Elite Eight everyone would take to the streets of Tucson and we would party and eventually that party would turn into a riot and then three days later when they lost in the Elite Eight you know what we did? We got very angry we took to the streets and we rioted
0: There was a, a sort of a form of that going on uh, but this was before England lost because um I, I believe a load of fans forced their way into Wembley where I the, game, where the yeah. game was happening they basically said we ain't got no tickets but we've got no respect for barricades or security either. We're, <laughs> we're just going in. <laughs> and I think I think at that point, anyone who owned an Italian restaurant in London was like, oh, shit, let's get the bar- <laughs> We need to board up the windows There's just no in case. There's no pizza here, <laughs> <Right>. sir. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They were like, okay, you know the bit that says Italian pizza out the front? Just spray paint Burger King on the front right, of that yeah. because we'd be, we'd, be, we'd be better off with that. But no, seriously, if you... Again, look, you do have a good point that, um, a penalty shootout is a, a crap way to win or, or lose anything, right? But if you were Italy and by, by bad luck, you lost that penalty shootout because the penalty shootout just comes down to luck largely. Of course. You'd have been really pissed off because it's, again, controversial, Italy completely outplayed England during yeah. that game.
1: No, I mean, well, that was Well, the-
0: actually, that's not true. For the first, like, 15 minutes, maybe right. not, but definitely for the second half.
1: Well, I mean, look at look at the way... I mean, first of all, every shoot. Out I've ever seen in soccer basically either comes down to one lucky save or one player missing the net and like they only hit the net twice. They the shots kept getting saved. It was like they wanted to lose. I do wonder when that first save happened on the second shot by Italy. You were probably up here celebrating like (laughs) that's it victory. You're not gonna get past that. And all of a sudden I was like, wait, we just missed the next three shots. How does that happen? Well,
0: I I I do wonder, and uh you know maybe uh, someone who's uh, more of a a soccer expert than the two of us, and that's probably anyone listening to this right now uh, could comment on this. But I do wonder, how come there hasn't been some science applied to penalty taking in soccer because when you think about how much more scientific all sport has become in terms of how you can trace and test right. and, and everything all the technology these days, and right. stats. The, the, the technology and the stats and the um. You know the 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 level to which any professional sport has become way more scientific. Whereas a few decades ago, it was we'll get as fit as you can and go out there and play as best as you can. There's right. there's a whole other levels. So that applies to you know soccer, baseball, American football, what, what, you know whatever. <laughs> right, right. But my point being that. Uh, no one seems to have figured out any kind of way of doing that for for penalty shootouts beyond, you know, the goalie studying the form of the players who are likely to take the penalties right. and then kind of predicting uh, which direction um, they're going to shoot in. Which, by the way, both of those goalkeepers, I thought, did an excellent job of that Absolutely, um, uh, during yesterday's game. I don't know if that, if, if maybe there is some reason, some sporting reason that it's impossible to do that. But it, it seems to me that with all of the scientific progress, with all of the stats and the technology that you can use to make your team, whatever your sporting team is, stronger, no one's figured out a way to make the, the apply any kind of science to, to penalties at all. I don't understand
1: why players don't just go up there and like fake the kick, watch the goalie fly out of the way, and then just boot it (laughs) softly right down the middle of the net. Because essentially, that's what they have to do is they just have to dive one direction or the other and guess at where they go. So all my soccer knowledge comes, like many Americans, comes from playing the soccer video game FIFA. FIFA, yeah. And when I am in a shootout situation when playing FIFA and I'm controlling the goalie, what I do is I kind of like shuffle back and forth left and right and kind of bait them into like all of a sudden like I'm to the left so they're like oh i'm gonna shoot to the right and all of a sudden like, you go over to the right real quick and save the shot that's kind of what the italian goalie was doing right, the whole time. Right, so clearly right. he doesn't need science he just
0: needs fifa maybe maybe <laughs> maybe that was the that was their uh their secret sauce can we are, are we done with soccer I've got we're one, done. Okay, no, one okay, more keep thing. Going, keep going. No, no, no. This isn't strictly... There's is just a point that came to me while you were uh, raising your latest gripes regarding the game of soccer yesterday. I just want to be done with soccer
1: forever. Did you notice we got a good spelling story? We even got a girl winning a spelling bee. That was so
0: much more exciting than soccer. I know. If spelling bee's not on, then the Euros was your next go-to, She right? also plays basketball. The girl's a little badass. Go on. <laughs> I was uh, receiving whatever your latest grumble was on Sunday and thinking to myself, this, this from the world's worst millennial when it comes to texting. I've never known someone so bad of millennial age regarding texting or your lack of it. I will regularly send you text messages relating to this podcast that require answers, and you text me back the day after, or the day after the day after. Or not even. Or not even. But yet, you put soccer on the TV... Send me a text message saying, oh, God, they still can't even hit the net. Literally 30 seconds after England scored. I'm like, stupid. This very rare I say this. Stupid fucking American. A, can't understand the game. And B, text me about this. Clearly, you I could have texted you the previous Thursday saying, are we recording at 12.30 on Monday and still be waiting for a response. But yet, you take the time to text me about a game of soccer which you're choosing to watch even though you profess to hate it and clearly don't understand because they just scored a goal at the point at which you text me saying they hadn't figured out how to hit the back of the net. Clearly, you haven't figured out yet that I only text when I'm angry. If you want to have a real
1: conversation with me, tweet me. <laughs> or send me a TikTok dance.
0: <laughs> oh, well, TikTok, you can... Uh, uh, you can apply for uh, TikTok. Uh, you can apply for jobs now via TikTok, right? Do you know this? Wait, go on. So, um, you know, if you generally, if you want a job, you have to have a resume. Right. And it's going to have... Uh, and and I, I was under the uh, impression that, um, you know, if you're asked to fill out details for your social media... Um, it's just because they want to have a look and probably make sure that you're not one of those racists posting right. things about the England players of or course. such like, right? <laughs> they want to make sure that, you know, you're not a terrible racist like a small portion of the England fans yesterday right. or that you're not someone who's likely to try and blow up the place you're applying to work or America in general anytime soon. Is that why I'm not getting any of those jobs? <laughs> so that, that was my understanding as to why uh, people that you might be trying to get jobs from uh, would like to know details of your Facebook or your Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But apparently now you can get a job uh, by posting a resume on TikTok. Now, you know, being too old to really understand what TikTok is beyond a load of kids dancing, I'm assuming that is, if you're a good dancer, then that's how they judge. Like, are you going to... Are you basically going to put on a perfor- piece of performance art? Are you going to dance and sing your yeah. resume to camera and that's how you you send it via TikTok? Right? I hope so, because if
1: so, I'm finally going to get a decent job. All these years, first of all, you look at my resume, they're like, well, what have you been doing for the last 29 years? You've had one job, you took seven years to graduate, high to graduate college, what are you doing with your life? But if they took that out of it, if they took work experience and actual job skills away and they just put in ability to dance, I think I can get any (laughs) job I want. I'm an incredible dancer.
0: Yeah, so um, it's called TikTok Resumes, lets you apply for jobs directly on their platform. So you have to create a video resume and then you can browse job listings at tiktokresumes.com. So, hang on a minute. So you can like look at- Hang on a minute. fucking nascar
1: are advertising via the
0: what do you, what? Did you
1: like an interpretive dance of you turning a wheel to the left and you get a, a perfect i'll drive a nascar i'm telling you this is gonna be i'm finally gonna have a job you're scoffing at this this is a dream come true for me i had a job once that uh, they would i had to work a lot of night shifts and they uh, to to get back at them for forcing me to work night shifts. A lot of times, I would drink on the job, and while I was drinking, <laughs> I know it's a this was in my younger days. Right. I uh, I would also then dance through the hallways while drunk during my night shift because no one was there. I was having a good time until, of course, I found out that one of the security guards, of the night person, was actually watching me on the security cams the entire time dancing, and that ended. But I would have been so much better at that job if dancing wasn't just something I did while drunk and was a
0: requirement of the position. Chipotle's on this as well. I don't need someone to sing my burrito order back to me. This is what the kind of thing, this is... Clearly, you've never ordered a burrito properly. To- I do I know you know what this also reminds me of when I was living in shitsville and you had to take uh, the the the, the, what they call the tube which is the subway for public transport right Right. um as usual as I always say on this podcast nothing in the UK runs properly the public transport of of all things is probably the worst especially the tube because the system's so old so the driver of any given tube train part of their job is not just to drive it through the tunnels and stop at the right part point it's to to come on the intercom in the the train itself and give you details about why you're stuck in the tunnel or why you can't get off at the next stop because whatever. Every so often, you'll get some driver who fancies themselves as something uh, as uh, more than a tube driver, and they'll start telling jokes or singing down the tunnel. Now, you imagine you're, I don't know, 25 feet underground, You're just surrounded by people who smell. You're in a tunnel. You're going to work to do a job in London that you don't want to do, and you've got some asshole going, You can't get off at Bank Station, because the tube system sucks. This TikTok bullshit is the kind of thing that that's going to lead to. I don't need to see people doing interpretive dances or putting my order at Chipotle into some fucking piece of poetry. I just want the salad.
1: Well, I actually totally agree with you with the singing part because you know we talked about when I went to Colorado last month. I had a flight attendant who decided to sing all of her right, announcements. Right, I bet this. I,
0: I bet that asshole's on TikTok.
1: It could have been. It could have been Lady Gaga singing. I would have been like, shut the fuck up! No one wants to hear it. And yet, this is what we get
0: now. I've mentioned on this podcast before I have been on a commercial flight going from the UK to somewhere in Europe, flown by Iron Maiden singer Bruce Dickinson who has got a professional um, airline pilot's license as in he can fly a private plane and he's also uh, qualified to fly uh, small commercial airlines. He's the singer from Iron Maiden. Do you know what he doesn't do when he flies planes? Sings! <laughs> he keeps that shit to himself. Exactly. So I have... Uh, I am. Very very, very concerned about uh, the proliferation of people applying for jobs on TikTok. I mean, I it's not, I, you know, we just need to know that you know you're A to Z. I don't need to see you singing the Jackson Five song ABC on TikTok to know that you should work at Forever Twenty
1: One. All I know is if there were some people, you know, that were looking to hire. Applicant and they saw me yesterday on the dance floor at the bar at one in the morning, I probably would have gotten the job.
0: I'd be like, oh, Walter Becker's still alive. Walter <laughs> Becker's Becker like Tupac. Walter Becker seen on the dance floor of the strip club on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I was, first of all, all right, backtrack.
1: I was at the strip club Friday and I want to point out, I despise the strip club. I do not like going to strip clubs. I was dragged to the strip club by a drunken friend and happened to have a good time you, while there. You are
0: totally one of those people who's been driving past the strip club in, in a really run-down strip mall at about 30 on a Monday afternoon and seen one of those boards outside that says there's a meal deal on burgers and gone in for the burger deal and given the stripper some money. I mean, there's nothing better than legs and eggs.
1: There, <laughs> there was a time where I loved the strip club. I'll, I'll give you that. But that is why now I hate the trick but friday night i was trying to have a good time i fucked with another person i was having fun i convinced this girl that i was a psychic and got her loser friend and she was showing no attention too late that night it was great yeah i walked up to her i said uh she didn't we were kind of like in the group kind of talking i'm having a conversation with her friend and like He's way into her, and she's just ignoring him the whole time. Hey, but he don't have psychic power. Well, so I went up to her later in the night, like once we kind of separated and she was talking to this dude, and I just kind of whispered in her, I said, hey, just so you know, I, uh, I'm actually psychic, and I can see the future, and that's not who you're supposed to talk to that <laughs> night. You're supposed to have sex with him, and he's your future husband. I walked away, and I watched as she left the dude she was talking to and started hugging on the guy that she was ignoring all
0: night. I have psychic powers. Mm-hmm. Well, as much psychic power as the next psychic. Exactly. All uh, right, let's get to part two where we'll uh, set a new song of the week. Uh, while Jeremy was in the strip club on Sunday, Richard Branson was going into space. I don't know who really has got, made the most use of their time <laughs> in the, between the two of them. Um, and there's some other stuff to discuss as well. Hey, your shit could make your money, for one thing. There's a tease to make sure that you hang around for part two of Did You America? All right, let's do part two of Did You America. I'm Ian Canfield. He's Jeremy. By the way, during uh, our little break between the two parts, Jeremy says to me uh, off air, I told you... I didn't go to the strip club on Sunday. I'm not that much of a loser. I went on Friday. You know what I like about that? Out of everything that we've discussed on this podcast and out of all of the things that you've confessed and all of the lifestyle details that you've given away and all of the dubious life choices that you've made that you've been prepared to discuss at length, you're upset that I framed you as a go to the strip club at 11 p.m. on a Sunday person and you were quite upset by that. Yeah, I was blackout drunk
1: <laughs> trying to get normal pussy on Sunday night okay not desperately paying
0: for stripper pussy it's good to know that you have standards I do <laughs> alright didyouamerica.com is the website for this podcast you can vote for song of the week there or you can uh, send us a vote for the three songs this week via my twitter I'm Ian Canfield on twitter um, this is where we give you a, a choice of music uh, put together by uh, Jeremy our New York producer and myself. Uh this week, New York producer going with the new song by The Main, which is called High Forever. I'm going with Are You With That by Vince Staples. And I am choosing the new song by that UK band I like called Don Broco. Uh the song is called Gum Shield. All right. So Gum Shield by Don Broco. Are you with that by Vince Staples? Or High Forever by The Main. You want to vote for Song of the Week? You can do it at DidYouAmerica.com or check out the uh Um, uh, poll that we have on my Twitter. I am uh, Ian Canfield on Twitter. And by the way, one other uh, social media uh, point of order. If you want to uh, talk to the show on Instagram, it's Canfield off the radio. All right. Canfield off the radio on Instagram. Ian Canfield on Twitter. Did dot com if you would like to go to the website for this show. Uh, By the way, let's just do some uh, listener feedback while we're discussing things that listeners can get involved with. Um, Paul sent a message uh, regarding a new promotional item. Did you, America, wine sippy cups? (laughs) After on, New York producer, yeah. we got you. After uh, New York producer uh, scuppered this podcast for the best part of a week because he uh, poured non-alcohol wine in his laptop, <laughs> therefore rendering him unable to edit the podcast and post it to the uh, the cyber world. Because of course, Jeremy and I would have no idea how to edit a podcast, and God knows we don't. I mean, we don't even know the passwords for our own no, website. Of not. So, 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 as much as I ridicule New York producer for. Uh, it's not just that it was red wine. It's that it was alcohol-free red wine. Right, grape juice. Right, that uh, that, uh, that he decided to pour into his laptop. Um, so, yeah, wine sippy cups as a, as a, as a product. That's that a good idea, Paul? Yeah, of course.
1: I actually figured that maybe that's why New York producer was picking High Forever as his song. Like, maybe that was him giving us a message like, don't worry, guys, I'm back to booze. Nothing will ever happen to my
0: computer again. i got to thank uh, Chad, who off the back of the uh, wine spillage, um, um, sent a wonderful piece of art as me as the man on the box of brawny wipes. That yeah, you sent it to me. It
1: was absolutely stunning. But Chad, don't send that to us. Send it to brawny. We
0: want that paper towel money. It didn't. I looked at it and I thought to myself. I look really good in flannel. Like if you oh if, if
1: you can think of the uh, say
0: goodbye to the Iron Maiden
1: t-shirts. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm gonna Do go. Do they have flannel Iron Maiden t-shirts? No, but
0: I, I was look because because uh, Chad sent it and said, "How about this New York producer?" And I was like, "Fuck New York producer!" Look how great I look. He <laughs> took he took my head and put it on whoever. I don't even I don't even know what the regular guy in flannel on the the front of a box of brawny wipes looks like, but. I'm willing to bet he doesn't look as good as my head on his body. <laughs> I
1: agree. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. Give us that paper towel money.
0: So, um, yeah, I, I was very much into that. No, so to your point, get rid of the Iron Maiden t-shirts. Absolutely not. By the way, Iron Maiden news coming up later in the show. Oh, God. By the way, Iron Maiden news probably coming up in every show for the
1: rest <laughs> of the year. Oh, God. They're back.
0: Well. They're about to be back. We don't know that yet. I was, uh, I, no, I looked at it and I thought to myself, you know what? 1990s Eddie Vedder, there was a ton of flannel going on. Do you not remember, like, the early days of Pearl Jam? That was flannel-tastic. Oh, yeah,
1: you can't go to the Seattle, like, northwest area without just getting bombarded with stripes of red and black. It might
0: be the only thing I know about Seattle that I like.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, I, I would do... Oh, you're a fan of coffee.
0: Yeah they have a lot of it there. Yeah, but then, I, but then you know, Coffee Bean copied Starbucks and Coffee Bean was out of California and is vastly superior. Yeah. I mean, to the extent that anyone goes to California, I'll say to them, can you bring me back Coffee Bean? And they'll say, well, don't be so ridiculous. This, do you know how far away California is from Texas? And I go, well, be an American and fucking try. You <laughs> <laughs> that to get the fuck back to England. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you know, I well, yeah, coffee. And, you know, I like a lot of the grunge. And again, I've never been to Seattle. That doesn't stop me having a strong opinion against it. Of course not. I mean, it's just, a, you know, a bunch of bleeding heart liberals who enjoy the rain. Yeah, sorry.
1: I was looking at the time. Right. I'm, look, the fact that I've made it through this podcast now, what, about 30 minutes in? Because you were still in the shocking. strip club at five yeah. o'clock
0: this morning. God damn, I wasn't <laughs> at the strip club. I was at the club. Club. Can we get back to how great I look in flannel? So anyway, I. So yeah, I mean, I don't, you, you know, you, you you look at a box of brawny wipes and you're thinking, okay, this maybe isn't the most fashionable look in 2021. But I I I I venture that in 1991 it must have been because uh, you know Pearl Jam were basically until Eddie Vedder discovered Green New Deal issues and decided to go down that hippie route. Right. He was basically. He's sponsored by flannel right <laughs> well, if there was if whoever the starbucks equivalent are of, of clothing for flannel if that was a seattle-based company he was taking all their money and their clothes and, and wearing it on stage at, at all time i feel like it's the
1: gap i feel like if you want flannel you got to go to the gap right i don't know this for a fact they just seem like they would have flannel
0: clothes because of coronavirus I, No, because i i think or i think kanye
1: them? west is like just recently like did a collaboration with Oh no, gap. you're right. Yeah, or they're gonna start making like those those puffy jackets. Of well, his. listen, if
0: if uh, if 1991 was the year of flannel originally, I think 2021 is the year of its resurgence.
1: I am <laughs> gonna bring it back like it's fucking vinyl. You you need a style change, I think. You need a little update. Yeah. I think doing a style from 1991 is probably the way to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you know, right now you're a real late eighties <laughs> with <laughs> your Iron Maiden T-shirt. Uh, updating
0: my style to 91 <laughs> is absolutely. <laughs> an update from
1: 1981
0: right um and hello to someone called ape shit media which is a great name oh that's my grandma um no it's not because ape shit media wrote to say that they used to listen to me on xfm which was a station in shitsville that i used to uh, be on and this was their that th- they wrote this this isn't me reinterpreting their message as a fellow shitsville escapee i am enjoying the pod ape shit media whoever he or she is escaped to the netherlands now i've never been to the netherlands it might be a fun place so so this isn't even, this shows you how bad Shitsville is. This isn't even someone who also escaped to a proper country here in America, the greatest country on earth, and, and calls it Shitsville. They would rather have been anywhere other than the UK, and they went to the Netherlands, and nothing against the Netherlands, because as I said, I, I haven't been there, and unlike Seattle, not being there, I don't have a strong opinion against it, like I do Seattle. But um, have we upset the people in Seattle enough, do you think? I think we might have just Come upset on, the I Netherlands mean, you somehow. You and your fucking Chaz zone was f- <laughs> great. Someone got killed. Um, Ape shit media was like, I am did I say something controversial? No, no. I just love that the, the transition back to apeshit media. shit media. Ape shit media um, yeah, the Netherlands escaped to the Netherlands and now also calls the UK shitsville. Love it. I mean. S-
1: I don't I don't know anything about the Netherlands other than it's not America. But based on the fact that it's not <laughs> England either, I'm going to say that the Netherlands is like America minor league. So congrats <laughs> on getting to almost America. Uh, all right,
0: yeah. And congrats on uh, maybe one day you'll get here and calling it shitsville. Yeah. You've yeah no, made that,
1: in- you know what? That, you, I, you don't need to get here. You've done the right thing. You know, England is
0: shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I bet you were in the Netherlands. What does the Netherlands have TV? Do we think? Uh, i'm gonna say no no i re- you were in the netherlands watching that england game going okay now give me the oh no but we'll do better next time excuse because that's what you know
1: now we just have to hope he wasn't one of the racist england fans
0: <laughs> well i tell you that
1: is what I, you brought it back to soccer I'm now a huge soccer fan. You know what I was thinking when you brought up the Netherlands? I was like, you know what the only thing I know about the Netherlands is? I used to play with the Dutch soccer team in FIFA. They were very good. They rocked the
0: orange shirts. <laughs> That's definitely one good thing to come out of uh, of England's loss. At least we can root out a few racists who, who, haven't, who haven't realized that they can be traced by their Twitter profile. That's,
1: you know what? They lost on purpose. They were doing a good thing for society.
0: all right also over the weekend richard branson went to space um so this is his first space flight uh he had a five-man crew sexist Well, actually i don't (laughs) know because of five the what oh five man crew okay (laughs) I, I, I thought you were saying the number was sexist not that it was a uh, crew of men everything is sexist and racist these days right, you right, know right. it crew if we look back <laughs> on the history of the number five i bet it is tied up in general lee statues at some point I'm with you. I don't like odd what numbers. What was the number so. on the Jukes of Hazard car? Was it a
1: five? Was it? Oh, no, I don't know. I feel like it was a 43. <laughs> Very racist number.
0: All right. Uh, Richard Branson and the five-man crew, um, they went 53 miles above the Earth and achieved weightlessness for about three to four minutes. And at aged se- uh, age 71, Richard Branson is the second oldest man in space. All right. I've got a few...
1: Wait, who was the oldest man in space? Someone older than 70 has been to space? John Glenn
0: went up, and he was 77 in 1998. John Glenn, you beast. That's wild. Yeah. That
1: wasn't even, like, a billionaire special plan. Like, he went to space space?
0: Well, I will also question whether going 53 miles above Earth is space space. No,
1: he was in minor league
0: space. I mean, it's like... It's not real space, is it? Who
1: no. I mean, you determine- You're not until space until you either go to out of the atmosphere. He was still in the atmosphere, you know. Like he was on. He got to see the curvature of Earth, but
0: that's it. When <laughs> when William Shatner says space, the final frontier, he right. never says just no. shoot me up fifty three miles. No. I mean, he would never have met half of those adversaries in the uh, in 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 Star Trek if it wasn't. Do you remember a few years back there was that guy? He
1: he was like a skydiver or something. He jumped from. Space, right? And the like Red Bull did a whole thing. Like, I think that's where he was because, like, if you went past the atmosphere,
0: like, he wouldn't have floated down to Earth. He would have floated off somewhere and someone, died. Someone needs to say to Richard Branson, "All right, you show off billionaire. You've done this in a rocket. Some asshole did it with a parachute, motherfucker. This is gonna make me sound really dumb. And but you
1: might be able to help me with this because it's something I've wondered for a long time. What does Richard Branson do?" And that, like, I know Virgin. I know, like, he's a well, well-known billionaire and does a lot of things, you know, with that money for, you know, helping the Earth or whatever. But, like, you know, I know with Bill Gates, Microsoft, uh, Elon Musk, Tesla. Before mm. that, it was PayPal, SpaceX, uh, Jeff Bezos, Amazon. You know, I see what these products are doing. I, I've never been on a Virgin Airlines plane. I didn't have a Virgin mobile phone. I know they did stuff with music as well, but I just don't know what he
0: does. Well, he—well, I mean, he's self-made. I'll give him that, because he started off in the music business in the 70s. So he, his first thing was a record label called Virgin. Right, and that, so was, fa- that was
1: huge back yeah, then. Yeah,
0: because famously, they signed the Sex Pistols when no one else would handle them. That kind of put him on the map as this anarchic... You know. right, but was he But like- he had a, but initially so he had a Virgin Record label and then he started a chain of stores which I believe came the to Record the state's stores, Virgin right, Record stores yeah. and, and they, I don't know if this was the case in um in America, but in the UK they were, well they were there. eventually there would be smaller ones that were the size of your average record store, if anyone remembers what a record store is, but in the UK, the big ones were called Virgin Megastores, I mean like huge multi, they were like, like Walmarts of y- records, y- y- bigger than a Walmart, I wow. mean, but on multi- multiple levels as well, and just like every record known to man, literally, before you could just stream it or order it from Amazon, when you had to actually go to a record store, and it would would literally be like that. They, physical uh, items. Uh, f- physical, literally. That's a great way to describe it. And if you imagine how much of a big store you would have to have to physically store vinyl, like vinyl albums, that was what they were like. When I, there used to be one in uh, London on Oxford Street, and uh, when I was a kid, like you know seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, on the school holidays, a few times a year, I would go with my dad. Uh, into the center of London, it was. These were the highlights of my year. And we go there just to go to that store. Like I'd save up all my allowance money. Right. To, but, but but it wasn't only about com- what you came out with. It was about the experience of going in there. And like 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 you said, bigger than Walmart on multiple different levels. So he had Virgin mega stores. Fun side fact, my first ever paid radio work was on Virgin Megastores Radio. They had an in-store radio service. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you've told me about that before. So, um, so Richard Branson, effectively, was the first person who ever paid my wages. But then, so he became a massively successful businessman. Um, he then, you know, went into airlines, Virgin Atlantic. Uh, and for Now a wh- Galactic. Now Galactic. Um, and then for a while, I don't know if he still does, but in Shitsville, he had Virgin Trains as well. He had his own train. They had, I know they, had, they did Virgin Mobile. Was that him as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Every, yeah so yeah. again- You know what I he also a- had recently that I, I read that did make me chuckle? You know how uh, during June, every company jumped on the gay bandwagon for Pride right. Month? he launched cuz he has virgin radio as well not just the not the in-store megastore radio right. but actual radio um they launched a virgin radio station for pride and they for the pride month for yeah. the month of june and they called it virgin pride fair enough <laughs> but i read it and i thought to myself wouldn't it be better if it was called Gay Virgin?
1: <laughs> that would be. It. First of all, Richard Branson should lose at least ten million dollars for not calling it Gay Virgin. I
0: actually, someone I used to work with ran it, and I said he hasn't replied to me yet. I sent a message going, "Congratulations on getting your Pride gig for one month. What about in twenty twenty two? You call it Gay Virgin? <laughs> so now, all right, you've helped. so now you know what Richard well, Branson kind does because
1: I still have questions. He all right, so now I understand, like, he's had his hand in a lot of different industries. Y- yeah, he yeah, had yeah. very a lot of success. You know, sure, a lot of it in the UK and not here, but whatever, we'll ignore that. No, 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 no actually,
0: hang on a minute. That's unfair because Virgin Atlantic was an international airline. For sure, okay, but this is my point. you know is what it point. takes to launch and keep a guys- I do,
1: but this is my point. Again, if you look at the other billionaires, their products are the crown jewel of the industry. And all these things that you just described
0: are not no, they're just uh, no, things in the industry no no, no 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 no, Virgin Atlantic specifically I disagree with that but, Virgin it, it, Atlantic was on the same in the same league as British Airways no
1: I get it I get it I understand it's a huge airline but it's not American Airlines it's okay, not now, the biggest you know, when I think of the richest people in the world I expect their product to be the biggest and here's my so I get it he's done a lot but I would have expected him to be on like that lower tier of billionaires with like the wall guy and like people like that now my other issue with Richard Branson why Virgin why take what was probably the most embarrassing time of his life and promote <laughs> it on every product he has
0: I think because um, it start, the Virgin brand started with the record label and maybe the Sex Pistols weren't the first band they signed but they were the first band of note the first band that became prominent that they signed. Um, I think the name Virgin, because they wanted to be seen as the, the first to do things. And also probably because in 1977, when you signed, you know, the band that, got into all that controversy for having god save the queen and swearing on tea time british television and such like if your record label was called virgin that was probably also considered quite controversial for sure. yeah, in 77 so it it became a um a a massive brand i i think you do raise a valid point though in that perhaps um Richard Branson as an entrepreneur and self-made billionaire feels like he's lost... His level of prominence in the world of billionaires, because people like Bezos have come along, yeah. which is probably why, even though he claims he wasn't in a race to get to space before Bezos, he decided that he had to beat him. All these things are reasons why. You know, we talk about all the time my fear of billionaires.
1: I think they're all just a step away from being supervillains. I don't think that about Richard Branson. What
0: well, he's got? Is it the beard? Maybe the others don't have. Beard. He's very hairy. Maybe his his hair covers his villain. Villi- I, who's, who's the one who went out till five in the morning? Villainess, <laughs> vill- villain, vill- vill- Is that a word? Villonious. Velo- I think that's. I, I was going to say voluptuous. Villain-like. Villain-like. Maybe his beard, maybe his hair cover covers his I, villain-like demeanor. I don't think billionaire should
1: be a term for the number how much money you have. I think it's it's a cultural, like it's who you are. And right. he, Richard Branson, is not a billionaire. No, he, he may have multiple billions of dollars, but he's not Bezos. He's not Musk. He's not Zuckerberg. Well, no, I he's think, not a billionaire. I think the
0: thing is, is he he is from the generation, or maybe a couple of generations before. So they were maybe uh, more kind of palatable people because I feel like right. the uh, I feel like Richard Branson comes from. You know, he's self made and he made a lot of money, but was also very, very conscious of maintaining a uh, man of the people kind of image. I mean, there were stories, I remember uh, when I was a kid, that occasionally, if, you know, Richard Branson would fly on his own commercial airlines um and every so often to show that he was still a man of the people if you were on a virgin flight occasionally richard branson would come down with a trolley like to, like and serving aren't, aren't like virgin flights like no, they're the, like the, the most extravagant they and really can be. nice and I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, i knew I'm, that i'm willing to bet i'm willing to bet that jeff bezos has never worked in an amazon factory no. and has never been denied a piss for the amount of time can that his own workers are, are denied a piss can i admit why i really don't like richard branson so, um
1: knowing that he was going to go to space and trying to be a millennial, you know, when all that uh the Reddit meme stocks thing happened, you know, the GameStop mm. and the AMC, you know, I started following the Reddit page Wall Street Bets. And I started seeing a lot of stuff of these idiots being like we're going to the moon, version galactic, blah blah blah. So, you know, I put a bunch of money into oh. Virgin Galactic stock and uh as of today, they are $8.51 <laughs> down. $8 down.
0: Yes, yes. There's no
1: coming back from that.
0: A couple of things about going to space. First of all, I don't know, and this kind of contradicts what I just said about Richard Branson, at least previously wanted to be seen like a, a man of the people, When you see what is obviously a space race between Branson and Jeff Bezos, and you know me, I'm the biggest fan of capitalism. I think if people are self-made and they've got money, then good on them and they should make some more, and I'm all for them flashing it around. But when you've got that amount of money and you just decide on a whim you want to beat the other billionaire to get into space and you're doing it halfway through 2021 while the world is still reeling from a pandemic, I don't know if it's the best example of billionaires reading the room, taking the temperature of the planet, whatever whatever term you want to use to see the issues that other people have got as a result of dealing with the coronavirus. And they're like, well, screw you lot. I'm going to go 54 miles into
1: space. You know what I don't understand? is when all these stories start happening, I totally get that. It's probably not the greatest timing, but I'm also with you on the side of I love capitalism. Right, yeah, yeah. And so, I started seeing all these articles that was like, you know, oh, if... Musk, Bezos, and uh Branson just didn't try to spend all this money trying to get to space, and they put that money to solving world hunger, people wouldn't be hungry anymore. Yeah, but then they wouldn't have money anymore. So why would they do that? Also, ever?
0: also, also, when it comes to solving world hunger, there's a guy called Bob Geldof who's been doing that since the 80s, since Band Aid saying do it no, do they know it's Christmas, since the two live aids, and you can give all the money you want to that part of the world until you sort out the corrupt regimes those poor people are still going to be starving Absolutely. because they
1: still are now the real question is is when is Bezos going to go to those dark weird areas of the internet and start putting out stories like you know the billionaire first billionaire in space it didn't really happen that was filmed in the studio <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he could start using shots from that my go to refer- the OJ Simpson movie, Capricorn 1, where they made out they went to the moon. See? <laughs> Don't even get high tech with it, just no. take shots from that 1981 movie. <laughs> People go, going, is that OJ Simpson? Cosno, he was on his golf course at the time. <laughs> Have you not seen this Twitter? Basil, I can't believe Basil's hasn't come out and got, oh fuck off, 53 miles ain't space. I mean, I don't I'm no I'm no physics expert, but I, I I struggle with the idea that 53 miles is enough into space. You know the other thing I struggle with? Just the idea of wanting to go to space. I mean, I get it as it's a good achievement, and maybe we should see what's going on up there. You know, maybe we do need.
1: No. You know what's the greatest place to be in the universe? Right here on Earth, there's nothing else like it. I don't even want to go to the ocean. I don't even need to go to that frontier. Well, I do not understand the obsession. If people think like the moon's gonna be so great. It's gonna be terrible. I, you I, have to wear a mask. People get upset about wearing their masks on the plane. They think they're gonna enjoy wearing a helmet the entire time they're in space. I mean, Buck Rogers never looked that good
0: to me. No. And, I, and I and I don't, and, and, it, and it's, I, the, the only thing that I liked about Buck Rogers was that the dogs were mechanical. So at least you could control them. <laughs> <laughs> like I could live comfortably with that robot dog that Buck Rogers had, a lot more than I can do actual I'm dogs. I'm gonna buy you one of those, <laughs> one of those like uh, little electric dogs that just bark
1: nonstop, and that's gonna get you over that fear. I,
0: I share your opinion on that, though. I think to myself, you know, if I go for a weekend away in Austin, I can barely be bothered to pack. It's, right. a, it's 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 a lot of trouble, and and I feel like you you know, here's the great. This is the this is as far as I wanted to go the other week. I was looking at uh, one of my friends sent me a link to this new building here in Dallas. I think it's it's called the Statler. Mm-hmm, Yeah, um, and it's one of these uh, one of these new luxury apartment buildings where they've got all the amenities and the apartments themselves look great. But the ground floor, it might be the first couple of floors, it's all commercial Right, um, yeah, yeah, it's all uh, businesses. Places. Yeah, businesses. So, you know, it's like gyms and restaurants and bars and stuff like that. And uh, one of the selling points of uh, becoming a resident in this building, the Statler, is that any of the commercial premises that are doing food or drink will send their produce to your apartment and i thought to myself this is a much more impressive discovery than going 53 miles into space i could give a shit what you see 53 miles into space but if i can order some stuff from level one and i'm living on level 10 and you're gonna send anything that w- without actually having to leave my front door that's progress <laughs>
1: i'm what you know what else is kind of annoying about traveling to space i mean i'm i have a feeling you're with me on this most vacations if they're lasting more than a week i'm done Ooh. i just want to get home i hate it. you know what doesn't last a week going to space that's at least a 6 month thing when you go to real space i'm not talking about uh, fake Branson space. Yeah, because he
0: went up for uh, 50, fake billionaire. F- f- 53 minutes. See, even he doesn't really want to go to space. No, he was afraid. No, hang on a minute. No, no, sorry. 53 miles. He was gone for. Oh, yeah, it wasn't
1: even that long.
0: He was only up there, I think, for like 20 minutes. Uh, hang on. I've got detailed files on this. Oh, they lost. Uh... They lost someone. No. <laughs> <laughs> we let him go.
1: We let him, we open the door and let him out.
0: No. <laughs> they achieved weightlessness for about three to four minutes oh how so, exciting yeah, even richard Branson, you can do
1: that without going to say you can they literally create planes where they they the way they're designed to
0: fly you feel that feeling of weightlessness. yeah yeah you could well, richard you could have done that if you got on one of your older planes on the virgin atlantic fleet right also like i'm no green new deal
1: type of person but i'm pretty sure you know richard branson is And I'm pretty sure that that jet that he was flying up into space as it was shooting out tons of flames and rocket fuel, probably isn't that good for the environment. Just gonna say.
0: It's probably a... uh, Neither was the private jet he took to get to the launch space. Yeah. All but again, the, that's not me. Or the private jet that he takes to get to his private island. Right. right. <laughs> but I don't want to slam him too much because, like I said, he did for uh, quite a long period of time pay the first ever wages I l- earned. Yeah, but you doing- know where he's
1: from? Shitsville. And you know where he doesn't live? a proper
0: country no but he has kind of got his own country in so much as he bought his own (laughs) island i I mean that is proper you should that's kind of more that makes him more like a villain do you not think having your own island yeah yeah yeah. but again not a real billionaire um before we wrap up this week actually i just remembered this have i told you about the time i pissed with richard branson no (laughs) true story what size is he uh again because of the hair is all over, it's very <laughs> difficult to... Survive. I knew we'd eventually get to Cock Talk. <laughs> Here's today's episode of Cock Talk brought to you by Richard Branson. <laughs> yeah, I've pissed with a billionaire. Um, I, was, uh, I was in Los Angeles and I was at um, the Sunset Marquee Hotel, uh, which is a place that rock stars like to hang out at. Again, I would much rather go to the Sunset Marquee in Los Angeles than ever go to space. Sunset Marquee, great place to hang out. That sounds wonderful. And uh, I was in there waiting to meet uh, another friend of mine, and I got there early. So I'm sitting up at the bar, minding my own affairs, uh, looking at the pictures of Jim Morrison and people like that on the wall, because this place has got all that history. People used to hang out there. And um, Phil Collins, not Phil Collins, Phil Collins, the uh, guitarist from Def Leppard shows up, a Brit who does live in a proper country. And... um, so I don't know Phil Collin, but I've interviewed him a bunch of times. So he walks in and kind of like looks at me and I'm like, oh, I'm Ian. I, I was living in Chitsville at the time. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Like he didn't, right. but he, he recognized the face. And he's got Richard Branson with him. Just <laughs> casually? And I'm like... Have you met Branson? <laughs> he was like... Hey, this
1: guy's a real pisser. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you find
0: out. <laughs> and he... um no like casually he goes um hey richard this is ian ian this is richard i'm like
1: i know hi." did he slip you like at least 200 when he shook your hand i feel like when you're that rich you have to start handing people money
0: <laughs> i said hey richard about 10 years in the future i'm going to be doing a podcast from my kitchen table with an american who doesn't think you've achieved anything
1: well, it's not I don't think he's achieved anything. I just don't think he's achieved as much as he wants you to believe.
0: Anyway, I, um, so, and it's, as I said, it's early in the bar, and the bar's very dark, and it's quite a small bar. So it's, it, I, it, there's a couple of other people in there, but it, it, there's probably like only about five or six of us. So I'm, um, am at the, uh, at the bar, and, uh, so we kind of like say hello, and then they, you know, go off to a, a table that they've got. And I'm there waiting for my buddy. And then uh about I don't know, ten minutes later I go use the bathroom. And um I uh suddenly I realize that Richard Branson's come in and these are the urinal next to me. And um that's fine, except that I've got this sudden feeling that I'm being watched, <laughs> which is very uncomfortable yes. in a in a gentleman's bathroom. And uh and I look and there's a man standing in the corner. And I'm like, um, I'll do a second glance. He doesn't seem to have any aftershave or candy. So he's, he's, he's that's not, you know, right, he's but, he's, there to clean but up. He's, he's dressed very smartly. And uh, I'm thinking, what is about to happen here? I don't know. Anyway, it turned out it was all fine because what I learned from that was that He was Branson's security. And this is an interesting thing about how you have to live your life, I guess, when you're worth so much money. Although to the untrained eye when I met Richard Branson about 20 minutes previous he just wandered into a bar with the guitarist from Def Leppard and they were meeting for a drink as one does clearly because he's a billionaire and I guess you know there could be any kind of attempts on his life or to kidnap him or whatever he has to take security with him everywhere and even though they were very inconspicuous in a darkly lit bar when you're pissing next to him you've definitely got and I'm like is he checking out who's but like what see that does
1: seem like like the story he probably told you about the reasoning for why that guy was there but what really happened is the moment you left that bathroom Branson yelled shake and the guy came <laughs> over and finished him off cause you can't get any pee dribble on billionaire pants excuse me fake billionaire pants <laughs> wait till one day you have your own
0: shaker you'll understand while you're in space my ambition of uh, the ultimate sign of success was always to have my own private bathroom if i became a big success in radio now, I, bigger, need, now I need to add to that i want a bathroom and i want a shaker <laughs> i feel like that if with my uh, tiktok resume that's probably the job i'll actually get yeah it turned out that uh, richard branson went into space with a crew of five and a shaker <laughs> man what a fun day of cock talk All right, Cock Talk, a billionaire Cock Talk today. (laughs) New segment. (laughs) If you want to talk to us, we're at didyouamerica.com. You can leave us a message there. If you want to uh, reach out on social media, Ian Camfield on Twitter or Camfield off the radio on Instagram. Uh, You can vote for Song of the Week via didyouamerica.com or via ian canfield on twitter uh, and also on the website didyouamerica.com you can check out old episodes or buy one of our lovely t-shirts how great are they on your nipples they feel
1: so good on your nipples and shout out to my friend caitlin who actually wore the shirt in front of people this week oh, proudly yes Pr- was it caitlin jenner no <laughs> i wish oh it was caitlin my friend who's married to the guy who always poops his pants shout out to him too now the third mention of that
0: does he not want a shirt either to wipe or to, like, I <laughs> well, don't know, like, a white water. one, so. <laughs> All right, we're done. Thanks for listening to this one.